Listen up, boys and girls. Once upon a time, in a land far, far away. Yes, it's Brad Gisa, story time. Well, in this story, I have told before in the distant past, but but it it leads to a point where, where three young children lose their mind with fear. They think they're going to die. And everyone knows that the greatest pranks and the, and the greatest scares happen when you, you make someone think they're going to die. And uh, it, it just kind of developed. We never started out the day intending to scare the crap out of some little kids. Here's how the day went. There was a there was a hill. It was called uh, D Hill. And that we, would, we had the D for Dinuba. And our rivals, Orosi, would come and paint our D red with their color. So then we'd have to go over to Orosi and paint their orange green, which was our color. So D Hill was, was kind of a, uh, a hill where there's a lot of battle done between the two, the two towns. But at the very base of D Hill, I've always heard of this mining shaft. Let's go to the mining shaft. In my mind, I found a mining shaft and just went straight down. I'm like, I have no desire to risk my life going with you yahoos into a mining shaft where they might find our skeletons decades later. And then finally someone told me, no, it just goes straight in. I'm like, oh, straight in? So we go to the mining shaft. The hole to get in is, is pretty small. I got to get down on my deadly. hands and knees. We both do. Just as deadly in. is the one that goes straight down. So oh, we crawl in, but once Brad. we're in there... It's for most people. It's standing room. My friends can stand, yeah. but I I got to. You're on your knees, up. right? So it's about it's about six <laughs> feet tall, and it's dark, and it goes back about a hundred yards, almost a football field's worth. But by the time you get even a quarter of the way in there, the light from the the, the opening is just non-existent, and you, you you're just on your own. Your your eyes slowly adjust. But uh, we had candles and stuff back there, and there's a few wooden boxes to sit on, and we would go back there and drink beer and tell stories and just have a good time. We even lit firecrackers in there once, but that's another story, and we almost didn't survive. What? Don't, don't, don't hey, light firecrackers. I can't don't hear light, you. Don't light firecrackers <laughs> in a cave or a mining oh, shaft. But here's here's how it went down. It was just me and my friend Ron Ares. We'd been there before. Louis Bueno wanted to go. So oh, we gave God. him the slip. We you gave him the would have slip died if you'd have taken thank, Louis. Thank goodness. Yeah, we wouldn't have made it out. But we did purchase something that at the time was very popular, especially among adolescents. Uh, there used to be commercials, and someone would open a can of Schlitz malt liquor bowl, and as soon as they opened it, the ground would start shaking. Oh, and people no. would start looking around like, what the hell's going on? Yeah. And then this big Brahma bowl would come crashing through and just destroy everything. Yep. And it's a Schlitz malt liquor bowl. You know, it, it's got it's I got remember that one. I remember it. Not necessarily knowing what malt liquor was. We all, let's, we thought it, we heard it was stronger. So let's let's get... Malton, let's get the bull. So we got a couple of 12 packs. Uh, and it was the tall Schlitz malt liquor. So we're back there. Oh. By the way, malt liquor, very much assy taste. It's got to taste a lot like ass. So I, you, you gotta, I won't ask how you know. <laughs> well, there's good ass and there's bad ass. And this tasted like bad ass. And, and I, after a while, you get used to it, though. But the thing is, you can have, you can have a belly full of regular beer with no food to base it on and still feel, oh, you know, I'm all right. I'm not going to lose it. If you've got a belly full of Schlitz malt liquor and no food in there, you're, you're walking the tightrope. Oh, yeah. Is this going to be all right? Luckily, we haven't got to that point yet. We're in the back. And at this part, our eyes are adjusted because we're looking towards the light, which is 100 yards in front of us. And there's very few little teeny candles there. And suddenly, <laughs> after about four or five beers, and we're laughing and laughing, we notice movement at the front of the the entrance to the mine. And we're like, oh, what the no. heck? And three kids. They look like they're about eight or nine. And they each have little teeny flashlights. The kind that only use one AAA battery. Little yeah. teeny ones. Yeah, yeah. 
And they're being pretty brave. They crawl in and they're they're crawling on their hands and knees. They're not even standing up. There's room for them to stand up, but they're they're on their hands and knees. And they're yeah. crawling. And Ron starts to say stuff like, "Hey, he's gonna try to knock you. Don't please, please, Ron. Don't don't miss this golden opportunity." I got a bad feeling about this. We let him start crawling. We let him keep crawling. And now we've blown out the candles and we're leaning up against the wall so they can't see us. All they see is pitch black. So I Brad. wait for him to get about halfway in. Oh, pretty Brad. And very, very, I knew I needed to do it quietly. So I started going there. Oh, Brad. What, what was to the babies. Don't it, scare Ron, the babies. Ron starts to laugh. I'm going, do not, do not laugh. Do not laugh. They don't crawl any further, but they sit there for a while and they're thinking about it. They're thinking about what they're going to do. And then finally, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let them really hear seen children turn around so fast. I think they just levitated. They didn't sit up. They, just, they were facing the, the back of the cave and now they're facing the front and zoom out there. Just a, a shot of dust. It was impressive how quickly they got it. They didn't make any screaming sounds. It was absolute silence. Just the sound of their feet scrambling. After we laughed and we laughed. We thought they truly, they were scared to death. And then we started thinking, well, wait a minute. If I was scared to death, what would I do? If I thought there was a monster or a cryptid or a mean bear in there, I'd go get my dad, and they'd come and like build a big fire at the front of this mining shop. So I'm like, we need to get the heck out of here. <laughs> yeah. So as soon as we got him, we made sure the kids weren't around anymore. And, and we, we jumped in our cars and took off. We shouldn't have been driving, probably. But I, here's here's what I know. Those three kids, probably to this day, the, the grown men that they are, have a story in, in the back of their bag of stories about the time they went to a mining shaft and there was some horrific demonic creature that was about yeah. to devour them and, and they just got the heck out of there. I like that. You I know, like that. you should be ashamed, though. Now, really, do that. We went back the 